Welcome. Welcome, folks. Welcome to the 87th episode of the Spun Today podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz, and this is a free writing session episode. In this episode, I share a writing tip that I picked up and then read and reflect on some of my free writing, which is located at spuntoday.com forward slash free writing, in case you guys want to take a look at your leisure and read some stuff yourself. Like I told you guys last time that I did that I recorded one of these uh, writing session episodes. I listen to a lot of different like writing podcasts, watch uh, documentaries about writing and creativity like David McCullough's Painting with Words, or read books like On Writing by Stephen King or Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. And point being that if I hear something that resonates with me or like tips that I pick up or, you know, a bunch of the different writers that I follow on Twitter and online and interviews that I read and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to share them with you guys, at least one uh, per free writing episode, as long as I have one. This specific tip I shared in uh, one of my uh, newsletters some time ago, uh, but I wanted to share it here on the podcast in case you don't subscribe to that. And I'm not positive if I mentioned it before or not uh, on, on the podcast. Maybe I have, but just in case, here it goes. Joanna Penn is an accomplished writer. She's a she writes both fiction and nonfiction. She has like I think a dozen nonfiction books out and probably like the same amount of fiction novels. She does it full time and to the point where she was able to retire from her her day job as well as her husband retired from uh his day job to help her run the whole writing business. A small little empire that she she's built for herself. She also has a successful podcast called the Creative Pen Podcast. Pen uh, spelled like her last name, P E N N, and she interviews a lot of uh, writers and creatives on there. From one of these interviews, uh, she in one of these interviews she interviewed uh, Jeff Goins, and who was quoting another writer. And this is the, the the tip that I wanted to share with you guys that resonated with me. And he says something to the effect of that when you sit down to write, spend it all. Don't save anything for later. And I'll tell you guys why it resonated with me. Um, we're all like a collection of like different, different uh, experiences and ideas and stuff like that, right? So something like this might resonate m- more with me than... Um, let's say then with some of you guys, just based on what I like correlate this type of thing to in my head. So obviously it has to do with writing, but also it, for me, like when I heard it, it, it kind of like co-signed an idea that I've heard within the stand up comedy community when it comes to writing jokes and they have something called, uh, kill your darlings. Um, I've heard it uh, referred to, but basically what it means is that when you, if I'm not mistaken, in the stand-up comedy community, when you, like, have a joke that has already been on a special or that, you know, it's, like, an older joke, uh, but you know it works, you know, don't don't get into the habit of just performing that same material. Like, you have to kill it off and move on, and you will create more new jokes and and material. And also within a set, if you... If you write a write a set and you know you're building up to to the closer, which is theoretically the joke that's gonna like land the most and get the most laughs, 
you, you're building up to that moment like a crescendo. But if you set up your set that way and then go back and make, for example, this is very theoretical. I don't do stand-up comedy or anything like that, obviously, but um, from what I've heard and listened to other comics speak about, because again, I'm into their creative process and their writing process specifically. They, you can also take the approach of starting with your closer so that when you, you know, you write out and work out a set after like months and years or, or however long it takes you and uh, weeks and months rather, you kill off all the other stuff that led up to the closer, start with the closer and theoretically build up your set to crescendo to another closer. So it should be like that much stronger. You know what I mean? So that concept kind of, in, at least in my head, related to this uh, tip, which again is when you sit to write, spend it all, don't save anything for later. I personally ha- have done this with writing like short stories or or anything really, where I like jot down an idea or like a name for a character or like uh, a few lines of dialogue and I'm like hoarding it. You know, I'm like, oh, this is a good idea for a story about X. Or this is like a great character name that could, you know, be in his own novel. You know, the protagonist in his own novel, like once upon a time, you know, one day. And it's like, then I, I'll like go back to like a notebook and I'll read this like random line of dialogue or or character name or whatever. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, I don't even remember anymore. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, I was like hoarding it to save it for sometime that doesn't exist or won't exist and then i took this this tip this idea like after hearing it and kind of went into writing with that that mentality of of not saving things you know just let let it all out spend it all quote unquote and for me at least it's been like uh, a bit more freeing and a bit more uh i don't feel like i'm leaving anything out or, or like losing anything i'm like catching quote unquote more ideas with the with the the idea net Instead of letting them uh, float away or whatever. So yeah, I wanted to share that with you fine folks. And uh, hopefully that helps uh, some of your writers out there. Now for the free writing portion of this episode. For any new listeners out there. What I do with these uh, free writing session episodes is read some of my free writing. That uh, I've written over like past years. You know, It could be a couple weeks old. It could be a, a few years old that I recently dug up and put on my website, spuntray.com forward slash free writing. And the point of it, at least for me, is just to to kind of like track my creative process and just like look back on shit that I was thinking a couple of years ago and and um, reflect on it, see if I still agree, disagree, and pretty much just share with you you folks. So if you're not into writing or or seeing how the sausage is made so to speak then probably wouldn't be your thing you'd probably be like what the fuck is this boring random shit and lastly free writing is pretty much stream of consciousness writing where you put a a pen to paper and just write anything and everything that comes to mind and um for me it's uh like a cathartic type of therapeutic type of thing you get a lot of ideas out that way a lot of good ideas 
But at the same time, it's, you know, stream of consciousness. So you also get a lot of shit in there mixed in also. So it's kind of like a diamond in the rough type of thing. And the practice I definitely recommend for anybody that's into creative, uh, any creative type of endeavors and especially writing. Anyways, here we go, folks. For those of you that know the drill, it's at uh, spuntoday.com forward slash free writing. And I'm going to be sharing three different posts today all of which were written in 2015, and I'll give you the exact dates later after reading them, but they're posted on the site on November 26th, 2017. The first one is titled, Don't Wait for Inspiration to Strike. And I wrote, Don't wait for inspiration to strike. The bolt of inspiration is everlastingly within you. You feeling inspired when it happens to seep out is just a mechanism of resistance. It rations out a little inspiration here and there so that you think that's what you need to feel in order to progress and move forward. Summon your own inspiration. Don't wait on it to happen to you. I wrote that on Tuesday, July 28th, 2015 at 12.31 a.m. Now, this is definitely easier said than done. I've been going through some shitty writer's block. Um, so I'm not even taking my own advice, but again, like I said, easier said than done. But I've been going through some shitty writer's block for the past like couple months, I would say. Like I've never been or haven't been yet like a prolific writer. Um, you know, my peak in terms of days that, that I write would be probably like 40 to 60% of the days in a month. For the past couple months, just mixed, you know, for pretty much reasons of not not prioritizing it. Uh, I've been floating around like the 15% to 30% range of days in a month that I actually like write something. So it's definitely a motherfucker and it's definitely not as easy as, hey, inspiration, come out. I want to write something. But a takeaway that I get from this now is that I also speak to people that that like want to write or like want to do something creative want to paint want to like whatever they're into and it's always not always but some stories that are here are things along the lines of yeah my kids and by the time i put them to sleep and you know then it's nine o'clock and then i won't watch this show and then you know the day passes by etc etc and i have days like that too you know minus the kids part because i don't have any yet but you know, I have days, you know, that's all resistance, right? The concept of, of uh, resistance by, from Stephen Pressfield, which is, you know, anything and everything that gets in the way of writing is a form of resistance, whether it's something serious or something innocuous. Work, for example, like my day job is a form of resistance um, or your day job is a form of resistance, but it's something that has to be done because, you know, not making any money doing anything else. But it's also a form of resistance would be just like sheer laziness or, or you know, wanting to watch a, a movie that just came up, came came on Netflix or something like that. Like that's a form of resi- resistance also. And you have to combat that best you can by for- forcing yourself or, or devising mechanisms for yourself where you like block out certain times in the day to sit down just in front of your computer and, and force yourself basically to, to write. And but anyway, going back to to what I was was what I was about to say, 
which was that some people say, oh, you know, I just don't feel inspired to write or I only write when I feel inspired. That specifically, I know is a mistake because, uh, you know, that feeling of inspiration is like, oh, my God, I want to go do something. Um, that's something that's fleeting. And that's something that I've found that when I have overcome like the resistance of, of, you know, thinking that I have to write to be, I have to wait to be inspired in order to write. And I've been, and I've just been like, you know, fuck it. Let me just sit down and, and see what happens, see what comes out. And I've gotten some good shit, good free writing pieces, good short story ideas, you know, written actual short stories, like under those conditions of, nah, I don't feel like doing shit today. Uh, but I like push myself to, I'm like, like, like break past that, that laziness, that resistance, that writer's block, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it works. So I definitely always like mention, um, to anyone that has told me stuff like that, that, you know, to, to attempt that, to not wait for, for that like inspirational spark. So in that sense, I agree with the whole, you know, summon your own inspiration, although it doesn't have to be like that, that feeling of being inspired. It's just, it's basically substitute that inspiration with just, putting your head down and doing the work i do like the like that line there that says uh it rations and by it i mean resistance rations out a little inspiration here and there so that you think that's what you need um in order that that, so that you think that's what you need to feel in order to progress and move forward because it's kind of like a fucking like a drug dealer or something like giving you a little taste to get you hooked so it's kind of like a diabolical way that resistance is like, oh yeah, look, this feeling of inspiration, this is what you need to write. And I'm only going to give it to you once every six months so that you don't fucking do anything. Um, so I like that, that line there, that concept. And, um, yeah, it's pretty much it. It was a, a little short piece. Didn't get much, much else from it. Alrighty, on to the next one. All right, the next one up, also posted on the same day. November 26th, 2017, is titled Writer's Block or Lazy, which kind of ties into the one that we just went over, and that was not on purpose. All right, um, I wrote, I'm having one of those days that a writer goes through, don't want to write, not for me, not for you. It's not writer's block per se, more like being lazy inside pushing through it by forcing the pen to the page. Not expecting jewels tonight, though. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Is it settling? Lowering my own expectations? Or is it knowing myself enough to know when the outcome would be dog shit? Conversely, is it vain to think that when the mood is right, jewels will just pour out of this pen like a bejeweled screen on a smartphone? Nah, That's exactly where the expectations of myself should be. Why ever settle for expecting any less than greatness? Just earn it and work through all the up and down phases between now and then. And I wrote that on Sunday, August 16th, my mother's birthday, 2015 at 8.46 p.m. All right, so looking back on this, I think there's something there. I mean, something that ties into... The concepts we went over in the last the last piece, which have to do with uh, writer's block and and you know pretty like that line that says uh, pushing through it by forcing the pen to the page, um, 
obviously i literally wrote that specific piece i just read to you guys while i didn't want to write so i pushed through it in that sense you know nothing too impressive nothing impressive at all actually in this piece or anything that stands out like glaringly to me right now but looking at it objectively as just an exercise you know writing or any creative pursuit is like a muscle and this was you know just doing curls doing you know putting reps in at the gym the writing gym i'm not crazy about like the hubris and like that second paragraph there where i speak about like the inherent um thought or assumption that if i was in the mood i would be writing like the greatest shit ever the next great american novel or something like that like i don't like that type of personality in in myself or in others but at the same time I think it's important to strive for and expect greatness from yourself. Like expect good quality shit out of yourself. Be your own worst critic. But check yourself if you're going a little bit off the rails and, you know, drinking your own Kool-Aid. I think that's a good way to keep things measured and balanced. And if you don't want to be the best at something on some level, or at least your best self then you might be doing it for the wrong reasons so absolutely root for yourself push yourself be hard on yourself not too hard but at the same time don't think that you're the best thing since sliced bread especially if you write the way i do <laughs> Alrighty, and last but not least the next post and last one for today and for this episode is also posted on November 26th, 2017, and the title is The Burden of Betterment. And I wrote, There's something freeing about realizing that you're alone. Not in a lonely sense, but in being uniquely you. We all have this freedom, but oftentimes choose to imprison ourselves within the mental jails of assimilation, confining ourselves to mediocrity. Afraid of becoming more than we thought we could ever be. What we ought to realize is that the burden of betterment is on each and every one of us. Especially those that are not yet willing to own what's theirs and theirs alone. Collectively, we're in this together, which may cause hesitation to your input. In not knowing how and if it will be received. And that can be discouraging to say the least. Try to manifest the courage to actualize what you have to offer. Set it free of your self-imposed shackles and allow it to spark freedom in others. And I wrote that on Saturday, November 14th, 2015 at 4.44 p.m. Shout out to JT. All right, so there's some kumbaya hippie dippiness to this piece, which you guys know I'm... It's a, a love-hate thing with me when it comes to stuff like that. I definitely lean that way. And then when I'm writing and then when, I'm, when I read it back, I kinda, it kind of like stands out to me like as annoying. So hopefully it doesn't come off that annoying to you guys. But at the same time, like I do believe that. Like I do believe and feel that, you know, as a society, like we're all in this together. And let's make the world a more positive, progressive place and lift each other up etc etc like that type of shit while at the same time balancing it with the 
reality of there being pieces pieces of shit out there and people that just don't give a fuck about stuff like that what i do like is some of the i guess you could call it like the word wordplay wouldn't really be wordplay right but but the way certain lines are written for example we all have the freedom but oftentimes choose to imprison ourselves within the mental jails of assimilation and that's just speaking to my own experiences and definitely the experiences of of some of you definitely absolutely some of the experiences of myself when i was younger um where we want to fit in or i guess it's kind of like a tribal type of mentality of wanting to be accepted by a group of friends or people or or whatever and we try not to stand out not to we make a conscious effort to not stand out or not be ourselves too much because we want to be you know accepted or like kind of like under the radar or, or whatever and we do that you know on and off i do that on and off you know still um but at the same time, it's like it's like self-imposed shit that we put on ourselves that we're like in our own heads about. And when someone is themselves or when I'm myself completely or, you know, free about, you know, what I'm into or or whatever, it's like a noticeable difference. And like I personally I gravitate more towards people like that that you can tell aren't like putting up a front or having their like guards up and it's not necessarily like a bad thing i mean you can't just go to the street you know doing whatever you want whenever you want you know certain there's a time and place for for things but just that general sense of you know being you and being okay with being you is i think the reason why you feel most comfortable around like the people that you're closest with like family and and close friends and your spouse etc and that's what I think that line is speaking most to. Um, there's something else. Another one that I liked in here. Uh, okay. The the last line where I wrote, try to manifest the courage to actualize what you have to say, what you have to offer. Well, that's again something else that's like easier said than done it's like how do you how do you actually manifest the courage to actualize what you have to offer and how do you figure out what it is that you have to offer you know like maybe nobody wants whatever the fuck you're offering but going through the motions going through the process of offering what it is that you have to offer like me for example with this podcast or or writing in general is kind of something that's like if somebody somebody gets benefit from it that would be great that would be um definitely a very close second to the purpose of you know putting things out there you know of doing a podcast of of writing in general for me but number one it's for me you know like i want to do it like i have a passion to do it i enjoy doing it it's cathartic for me it's it's therapeutic for me i find shit out about myself by doing it and about other people but how do you actually like manifest the courage to do to do certain things i don't know you just gotta kind of like man up push through i guess and i guess like when you really want to do something because for example i'm not into being too much of like a people person or anything like that um so if you told me you know 
a couple years ago that i would be doing a podcast and writing and putting myself out there like that i'd be like yeah right um but actually i wanted to do it so much that i got past that type of shit and um but the line that that i like most from here that i was about to say was like that last part of setting yourself free not just for yourself but to allow it to spark freedom in others because just from you being open like that'll it'll be it'll have like a ripple effect and touch other people and allow them to be like oh you know what let me do my own shit you know similar to that that's how i got into podcasting you know just from listening to other podcasts and writers and and stuff like that and um you never know what you can set in motion so that's pretty much it folks that's all i had to say about that hope you guys enjoyed stay tuned listen to the outro for the show and see if you want to help support the sponsored podcast appreciate you guys listening and hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Peace. Fuck all this pretty Sean Carter shit, nigga. Ho. Sean was on that gospel shit. I was on the total fucking opposite shit. Stuff a million dollars in a sock drawer. That's a ball chest in case you need your chest knocked off. Y'all be talking crazy under the IG pictures. So when you get the hell, you tell them Blanco sent you. I can't take no threats, I got a set of twins Those were just some words you never hear again For the final time, you don't believe these fools I never seen a worker rock so many jewels I never seen a runner with so many cars Y'all couldn't stop me, you're not as tough as you say you are My advice is just don't be too nice to niggas Just set the price so niggas will live your life, my nigga Once upon a time in the projects Sean was in flight mode, I bought a Pyrex I was in fight mode, oh now it's fuck me, mijo I was moving them kilos, help you move your peoples Sometimes you need your ego, gotta remind these fools Who they effing with, but we got effers too Before we had A&Rs, we had ARs too Would you like to receive a short email from me once a week? You know that feeling you have on a Monday at work when you have absolutely nothing to look forward to except for lunch? Have no fear, the Midday Monday Boost letter is here. In this short weekly newsletter, you will receive five things. One is a photograph of the week from a photographer, a podcast of the week. I listen to tons of podcasts, dozens and dozens of podcasts, hundreds of episodes. And I cherry pick the best ones and I share them with you here. You'll also receive a video of the week, which could be anything from a rap battle to a TED talk. You receive a quote of the week, something to let marinate in your mind. And a word of the week so that you and I can both step up our vocab. So if any of that sounds of interest to you, check it out. Check out the subscribe page at spuntray.com forward slash subscribe. Drop in your email address and you'll receive the very next one. For any writers or creatives out there, I have a questionnaire. It's a five question questionnaire that anyone is free to fill out. It's located at spuntray.com forward slash questionnaire. And what it is, is five open-ended questions related to your craft. It's things like what inspires you to write or create whenever you don't feel the inspiration to do so. What are your favorite apps or tools or tricks to trick yourself into getting into the mind state of actually creating what inspires you, etc., etc., stuff like that. And what I do with your responses is share them on a future episode of the podcast. Now you can choose to remain anonymous. If you choose to, you have that option right there when you fill out the questionnaire. 
And if you do not choose to remain anonymous, I give you a shout out on the podcast and promote for free whatever it is that you have going on. So I appreciate you in advance for sharing that with me, as well as the rest of the listeners of the Sponsor Day podcast, which would stand to gain from you filling out the questionnaire. Now, you can help support the podcast in a myriad of ways. One way which does not cost you anything and is most popular within the podcasting community is by shopping on Amazon using my affiliate links banner. So the way that works is you go to sponsor.com forward slash affiliate links or just click on the affiliate links tab at the top center of the page. And there you will see a banner for Amazon. You literally just click on that and it takes you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It does not cost you anything extra, but Amazon will give me a kickback just for driving traffic to their website. So that would be a big help. It literally costs you nothing extra financially, just costs you a couple of extra clicks of your mouse before you do your Amazon shopping. The iTunes banner that's on that same page works the same way. So if you're purchasing music or movies or whatever it is on iTunes, feel free to go through my affiliate link portal there as well. If you want to make a one-time uh, PayPal donation, feel free to do so. There's a PayPal donation button on there as well. Within that same tab, you'll also find a link to the Spun Today Viral Style Store. Now, the Viral Style Store is a store where you can get Spun Today merch, whether it's a coffee mug or a t-shirt that I personally designed. And spoiler alert, I'm no I'm no Ralph Lauren or you know whoever designs Gucci stuff. <laughs> but I did create the design of those shirts myself. I have a couple t-shirts on there. One that says, for example, right need every day, which is a playoff of Snoop, Dre, and Nate Dogs. Smoke weed every day. So it's right need every day. With like a puff cloud of smoke behind it i have a podcast versus everybody t-shirt and uh just stuff like that so check it out the link to the viral style store is also there you can also help support the podcast on a reoccurring basis if you become a patreon supporter now patreon is pretty cool and it there's a little um video explanation of what it is and how it works but i'll try to do my best to summarize it here Basically, you sign on to Patreon, which is a free service for your account, and you can support not just myself, but any other uh, podcasters or creatives that also have Patreon pages. And you can choose to, for example, donate a dollar to them on a per episode basis. So the Sponsor Day podcast has two uh, episodes a month. So if you donate a dollar to it, it'll be two dollars a month, basically. And you set it up and it just happens automatically on a reoccurring basis. There are zero fees. You can cancel at any time. No hassle, no bullshit. And it's uh, it's a cool way to help support and is much appreciated. And also, it's not just like a, for example, uh, a PayPal donation, which is just that. But through Patreon, it allows the creator, in this case being myself, to set up a reward system, if you will. So... If you donate a dollar per episode, you are considered a tier one supporter. If you donate three dollars per episode, you are a second tier supporter, etc., etc. And it goes up to four tiers, and each tier gets different things. Like 
uh, tier one gets a free spun today bookmark and a shout out on the podcast tier three gets uh gets those two things from tier one as well as a free writing piece that's not posted on on my website or available to anyone else etc etc so check that out if you will and uh, visit my patreon page at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash spun today another great amazing way to help support the podcast is to rate and review it this costs you absolutely nothing whether you listen on itunes on stitcher on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, on pocket casts on overcast on player fm on google play on youtube on tumblr or if you listen on Podbay or any other of your favorite podcast apps please rate and review the episode. It really is the number one way to help the show gain traction, gain exposure. You know, you could also share it with friends and family and tell them, you know, check out what this idiot is saying. Some of it is actually pretty good or it all fucking sucks and you should listen and laugh. But as long as you're listening, (laughs) it would be much appreciated. So rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you listen. Follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at spun today. Like the Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash spun today. Subscribe to my YouTube page as well. All podcast episodes are available on YouTube as well as clipped versions. For example, with the random rant episodes, you know, I speak about a bunch of different topics instead of having the full episode alone, which is also available on YouTube. But you also have snippets of the different topics broken up into more digestible chunks. So check that out. You can also support by checking out my book, Make Way For You, Tips For Getting Out Of Your Own Way. It's a quick, short read if you're looking for some inspiration and motivation. And you can find out more about it at spuntray.com forward slash books. There you'll find a video of me telling you all how the book came to fruition, as well as a couple of audio excerpts. If you're interested, you can purchase it wherever books are sold. Kindle, iBooks. Kobo in ebook or paperback format, which you can find on Amazon. Also, for being a Spun Today listener, I can also send you a free copy right there on that same landing page at sponsor.com forward slash books. Drop in your email address at the bottom of the page and I'll shoot you over a copy in the format of your choice. And that's all I got, folks. Thanks again for checking out this episode. And as always, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.